0: Thank you for listening to Talk Me Into, the podcast where a group of friends try to talk each other, and maybe even you, into liking what we like. This episode, it's Broad City. My name is Dan, and I spent most of my life traumatized by The Shining, which my father let me watch when I was seven years old. My name is Jeff, and when I was a young teen, the local alternative rock station, Radio 104,
2: was advertising a 420 celebration. I was so angry that I wrote them a letter saying, how dare you celebrate Adolf Hitler's birthday. Very shortly after I mailed the letter, I learned that 420 is a weed thing.
1: (laughs) My name is Jimmy, and the funniest text message I ever received was, Jimmy, I just got off the phone with DMX.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Who sent you that?
1: My buddy Keith, who is filming one of his shows,
2: oh, uh, that's pretty funny. That's
1: yeah, dope. it was hilarious. I was like, as an ex, I'm gonna give it to you. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, that's
2: the one. That's pretty good. Yeah. 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 It was yeah funny. I like it. So we are. Uh, I don't. I forgot when this episode's coming out. So maybe it's over, and maybe we're all dead. But we are <laughs> recording from our own homes because we are quarantining. To protect yes. ourselves and our loved ones from the coronavirus so this this episode might be a little little weird but we're, we're doing what we can everything's weird you know jimmy fallon's doing the tonight show from his mansion so <laughs> he sure so we're doing talk me into from my kitchen
0: <laughs> In my True. dining room and my bedroom jimmy do we have any reviews um, this week we do we have a
1: guess what guys A five-star review. Well, that's because that's what we deserve. Yeah, we do. From Caboodles617. You guys are doing great, is the subject line. (laughs) I appreciate that. Fun, enjoyable, and very entertaining. Engaging topics and conversations. The concept of the podcast is unique and hosts execute the concept well. It is very well produced and edited. Excited for more to come. I appreciate that because he's my editing buddy. It's my buddy Nick. Yeah. Cool. He, um... He chose the name Caboodles because I think you guys might remember we were talking about that video from the Star Wars episode and uh, the video where he's going through all the Star Wars races and one of them, his name is Caboodles for the uh, the weird aliens from, like, episode two. That is
2: a deep dive that I would have never thought of. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's for a while I was calling him Caboodles. That's cute so that's why that's great we
2: also got an email from i don't know man this might be top talk me into fan at this point yeah definitely friend of the show uh james um where every few weeks he lets us talk about pizza (laughs) on on our podcast and i mentioned that there's no good pizza in hamden which he uh resides in hamden connecticut and he says Dan Jeff and Jimmy there is no good pizza in Hamden end of email (laughs) now um I since recording that episode I did try a pizza place in Hamden I think it's called Paul and Eddie's and it's a couple blocks away from the video store that I used to go to before we were in a apocalyptic universe and it was decent it's not Worcester Street quality pizza but it's a mm. it's a solid neighborhood pizza far better than 90 percent of the other crappy pizza places that you'll eat at but definitely not on the level of uh new haven style pizza but good it's a good it's a good pie place if you're uh if you're ever over there james or other hampton connecticut
0: listeners <laughs> there you go a, a solid recommendation. Of one yeah so Pizza. if people want to have their reviews read on the show, they can leave us one on Apple podcasts. I don't think they can do them on Spotify or anything. Else. No, but no. you can send us an email like James does um, to talk me into at
2: gmail.com. You can tweet at us at talk we got some tweets uh, from peeps, which is always fun. And you know, you could, you could hit up our personal uh, social media accounts, which are at the end of the show. Usually let us know what you think about us. Yeah. We're okay. This is now the part of Talk Me Into where we get a little personal. You know, we talk about what we're talking ourselves into in our personal lives. It's not, not a big thing. We're not going to talk for the whole episode about it. We don't have enough content to fill that. We don't even necessarily want to talk each other into it. Maybe we try to talk ourselves into, and now we're talking ourselves out of something. And that's kind of what happened to me uh, recently uh, several episodes ago we we record far in advance so it the timing that it came out was pretty terrible because my talk me into was driving to New York City as New York City was going into lockdown mm. uh, so it was bad timing but now I'm talking myself into not going out <laughs> yeah in the winter and not driving to New York City and it's just funny that I had these two talk me intos about going out and yeah. doing more things and then not doing that and doing it to you know You have to do it. We have to self-quarantine. We have to be smart about things. These are unprecedented times, as everybody on the planet has been saying those two words.
0: So it's just, you know, it sucks. I'm going to call shenanigans a little bit here, Jeff. Okay. Because last week, or last episode, you talked yourself into being the hero that the world needs. (laughs) Yes. By not going out. And now you're talking yourself out of going out, which seems pretty similar to not going out.
2: No, I was talking myself into being the hero of the world needs by doing my job. Oh. So it was a little different cuz I supply groceries. Let's do better next time, Jeff. Let's try harder. <laughs>
0: Let us do better. I don't know. It's just, you know, it's 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 pretty crazy. In the words just, of the greatest first lady of all time, be best, Jeff, be best. <laughs> well, it's it's also hard to come up with things <laughs> that we're talking ourselves when you're into just staying home doing much.
2: Yeah, I mean, I do have to go into work in Into the building a few times a week yeah. But, I mean, other than that Just not been doing much Yeah, I feel you. What about you guys? What are you doing in your,
0: in your homes? What have you been talking yourselves into? Well, I've been talking myself into something that I sort of can do during quarantine But sometimes it becomes a little difficult Which is home improvements Okay So I have a lot of time in my hands And during this time, I'm just I'm going into work as well But every other time besides work i'm just at home doing mm-hmm. nothing watching tv so i look around my house and i see all these things that are nagging at me and annoying me that i want to like fix or change the difficult part is i can't go out to buy any supplies mm. right so i have to try to do home improvements with whatever i can find <laughs> in my house or at my parents oh, boy. house next you door oh, a man, lot. this is going to be that <laughs> yeah the house that jack built yeah next time i go over there in 2028 it's just going to be a <laughs> <laughs> destroyed and it's it's, it's like, tempting it's hard because like it becomes almost like a psychosis thing like I started noticing some wallpaper peeling in my hallway and like I want to like peel it and sand it and paint over it no don't don't it's just going to bother you even more well I don't have the ability to do that right now right that's what I'm saying but I literally found myself with my fingers on a little piece of wallpaper ready to tear it off and create a big mess and I stopped myself <laughs> But luckily, I was able to um, gather enough supplies and some like leftover paint from when I last painted my bathroom that I was able to like redo my bathroom ceiling and do some touch up painting on some paint that was peeling on the walls. So my bathroom's looking good. But yeah, I have a lot of projects that I want to do if I can figure out ways to do them <laughs> with the supplies on hand.
1: I get that. So um, what I've been trying to talk myself into is um well i wouldn't say trying to talk myself into i kind of already did is uh being as lazy as humanly possible nice. so <laughs> That's i have the story been, of my life
2: dude yeah That's what i did in my 20s
1: so yeah well i'm i'm smack dab right in the middle of my 20s so uh, yeah and we're in the midst of a pandemic and i'm just sort of like sitting here depressed and uh seeing the trash pile up in my kitchen i'm seeing the uh dishes also piling up in my sink in my dishwasher you have so much
0: time to wash them
1: yeah but i'm depressed you know i'm just sitting here
0: sad
2: so
1: Do you going to um, work still yeah i'm going to work um and dan, i'm working and by the way
2: uh dan doesn't eat on the podcast he says as he shoves his mouth <laughs> with dry
0: cake <laughs> nobody noticed
1: <laughs> yeah oh i did um so yeah it's it's just sort of what's been happening lately like you can i mean you guys we're on a video call right now you can probably see my room my bed is not made as remember what am my early talking myself into is all i see is, bed.
2: is framed artwork and comics on your wall like oh just, you guys can't see my
1: bed you only see a square but um <laughs> yeah so it's it's been pretty sad um you know it's not really like oh like i'm really like feeling this It's just sort of like yeah, I'm just in a super lazy mood lately. So I've I just been you. kind of uh not doing anything, playing a lot of video, video games and uh not even like having the ambition to like edit. Like we have a couple of first halves I was supposed to do and I just didn't. I said that I didn't have time to do them, but I just didn't feel like it.
0: <laughs> you got to power through it, Jim. I've been there. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't know. So yeah, that's kind of where I am at in this world right now and uh I know we're all going to be okay, but I'm just not okay right now, and that's fine.
0: We're a few weeks in, and and I don't know about you guys, but it's starting to feel weird that we'll ever be able to like go to a store or like talk yeah. to someone in person.
1: I'm sort of I at mean, the point where I've been like, uh, as you guys know, I watch TV for a living. um So I've been uh, sitting at work and watching stuff, and like, obviously, a lot of this stuff is like pre-recorded from like. Six months ago but it's like people That are like oh hugging and stuff and I'm Like oh they shouldn't be doing that 100 And uh, it, it's just a lot of like self Aware things that are happening right people now Hanging and out s- at
0: bars on TV is super Triggering I'm like you shouldn't be doing That this is another yeah. world
1: yeah, pretty much. I, this is that's going to pass as soon as this is over. Not as soon. Uh, but not as
0: soon.
2: Dude, like I have I have uh there's three apartments in the house that I live in. Yeah. And the, the third floor people like four days ago had furniture delivered. And I was like, oh. you're letting strangers into our common area, not wearing gloves or a mask. And I'm like, this isn't real life. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. You can't do that. No,
1: it, it'll this be a weird. while, but things will go back to at least some sort of normalcy. I don't know. After okay, 9-11, Trump.
2: Muslims are still being treated like shit. So
0: yeah, <laughs> who knows? <it's> true. <laughs> so people You're are right. just going to be against viruses from now on, Jeff. I think that's well. Okay. The, the Chinese. Yeah. Well, no more Chinese. Anyone who's against Damn. Chinese people are dumb anyway. Yeah, correct.
2: Correct. Oh, wow. What a. I'm sad now
1: <laughs> You're welcome for bringing this podcast down
2: Like this is this is like the happiest I've been In three weeks with you guys <laughs> You know and now I'm just like Just kind of want to don't
0: Don't want to talk anymore Well Jeff cheer up because when we come back we're going to be talking Jimmy Into Broad City Yay Okay fellas This week Yeah Jeff and I are talking Jimmy into a wacky sitcom that we love from a few <laughs> years ago. That's one way to, to describe it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, starring Alana Glazer and Abby Jacobson, it is Broad City from Comedy Central. Mm-hmm. Jimmy, we know that you yes. have a little bit of exposure to this. What What have you seen? What have you enjoyed? What it, Let's Let's hear it uh i saw
1: a few episodes when you were you talked my mom into watching it and wow. uh when when i was still living with her and um she was watching it and enjoying it and i caught a few episodes here and there and i thought it was pretty enjoyable i know um isn't
2: hannibal burris in that show yeah, he sure is plays Lincoln. yeah
1: um i remember him being in that show and i found him very enjoyable knowing him previously from the eric andre show um so uh it's something that like I'm excited to watch because it is something that I feel like I could be talked into, mm-hmm. um, but uh, and I definitely feel like outside of the cultural zeitgeist because I feel like oh, that show is being referenced a lot and like other things that I'm listening to or watching and uh, yeah, it's one of those shows where I'm 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 super interested in it. It's
0: funny that you bring up the cultural zeitgeist, Jimmy, because right now in this time of quarantine, <laughs> I'm seeing a lot of uh, Broad City stuff because a large sort of through line of the series which jeff can speak to a little bit more is um basically like this web virtual communication between alana and abby who are the two main characters Mm. and best friends they do a lot of their communicating on they don't say if it's facetime or google hangouts or whatever but i never even realized that because like i just i just saw that
2: as them using a phone now it's so common Mm -hmm. but um yeah, I guess that makes a lot of sense now.
0: They did like FaceTime or whatever a lot during the show. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, yeah, Jeff, you want to talk a little bit about what the show's about or its history?
2: Yeah. So, um, Alana and Abby, which are their real names, uh, they they were from the Upright Citizens Brigade in New York City, which was kind of like if you know what Second City in Chicago is, it's. Mm-hmm. Just like a comedy group, a troupe. A lot of famous people come from that. Uh, SNL scouts a lot of their talent from there. Amy Poehler started out. She started um, yep. the UCB with, with a bunch of other uh, popular comedians now. It was a show on Comedy Central about 20 years ago. That's the first time I saw Amy Poehler.
1: Isn't that also, show
0: coming back, UCB? Uh, I don't know.
2: Maybe.
1: I thought it was. I uh, think you're maybe thinking, thinking of... Something of else.
0: Um, the Wow, no, I'm drawing a blank even though I love them. The Canadian <laughs> sketch comedy show. Oh,
1: yes. SCTV? Yes, 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 yes. No,
0: nope, yes. not SCTV. All right, yeah, so... Jeff, this is killing me. We saw them in concert The whitest lives. kids you know? Kids in the hall. Kids in the hall. Kids in the
1: hall. Kids in the hall, in the hall. that's right. That's oh, yeah, no, that, that's
0: coming back. We I saw
2: them twice. That was phenomenal. But any whoozles... Uh, yeah, Then I believe they did like a web show for a couple of years, which I wasn't aware of. I don't think I've ever seen it. It's
0: not bad. It's called Broad City. This. It's like the same type of idea, yeah. just at a smaller scale.
2: Yeah. And then it launched into this, which finds our two uh, main characters living in New York City, which I love because it's like it's not really glossy. It's just kind of like, these are two girls in their twenties who live in New York city and New York city is dirty and gross usually. Um, but it's (laughs) also awesome. And it's, it's feminist in the way that like
0: it should be, you know, it's not like in your face Mm. kind of Dan. Dan, Am I saying that right? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I wouldn't call it feminist because they're not, they don't have an overt agenda. I would say it's female centric and it's from the female gaze.
2: Yeah, yeah, totally. And it's uh it's very sex positive, weed positive. Yeah. Uh, if that's a thing. But it's also just hilarious. There there's a huge cast of supporting characters that are funny like Jimmy mentioned Hannibal Burris, um Paul W. Downs as Abby's boss at the uh gym. Yeah, yeah. Um they're uh, Abby's roommate, who you never see in the show, her boyfriend crashing on the couch. Bevers, I forgot his real name, but I've like I've heard him
0: in some other stuff. And John Gemberling, stuff. yes, yes. And my, so one of my have... personal favorites is Chris Gethard, who I love from the Chris Gethard show. He plays uh <laughs> Alana's boss, who's just totally beaten down by her. It's so good. And and there's also
2: just there's a lot of celebrities that make great appearances throughout the show the show is five seasons 10 episodes a season so it's not like a huge amount of uh shows yeah. like you can definitely binge this in in a relatively easy amount of time but it's just a uh, it's super funny it's it's well written it's really tight the their personalities are just so big in the
0: show and you can't help but just like be on their side and mm-hmm. it, it's just great yeah it's sort of like a classic uh comedy duo pairing abby is sort of the straight man she's sort of straight laced and like uh definitely more conservative in her lifestyle and her choices and then alana is sort of this like Animal from the Muppets, like bouncing off the walls, crazy, hedonistic, giving hmm. in to all her urges, not conforming to anything society dictates she should be. It's, it's, they're definitely like a classic pairing that bounces off each other. And, and Jeff, <clears throat> Jimmy, I don't think you were with us. Jeff and I saw the premiere, like clips from the premiere of this live at New York Comic Con. If I'm remembering, I, think I wasn't I, there. No, it was. The show had already started. Maybe it was the second or third season. Oh, okay. Um,
2: Yeah, New York Comic Con. I stopped going eventually. I started going because I like comic books and the creators, but it turned more into a multimedia thing. And the last year I went there, I realized the only thing I went there for was to see like TV panels and comedians. And it was just Mm kind of weird. But yeah, they had a panel where it was them and like one of the writer producers uh, who's on the show sometimes. And I think they showed an episode or maybe not. I don't know. It was kind of funny. And they gave out free T-shirts, which I still wear to this day that say Broad f-ing City. Sorry, Jim. But they are, it's the most comfortable T-shirt that I own. And I've gotten into awkward situations wearing it when I
0: forgot that it was on. But yeah, no, we, we did see them in New York Comic Con. And they, it was very funny. So, Jimmy, do you remember any specific episodes or moments that you saw? Because Jeff and I are going to pick four episodes for you to watch. And I'd like to make sure they're all unique.
1: Uh, No, I don't remember. They were a few years ago at this point. So I don't know.
2: Yeah and, and uh, like Dan said Off mic there's there's some Through storylines but there's not much you need To know to get it so maybe We'll pick like the first episode and then a handful Of random ones throughout the series that Highlight yeah. why the show is good because like As the seasons go on kind of like it's always sunny Where there came a point when they just like we're getting Crazy and doing weird stuff yeah. um, it, they, There are like some episodes that are Really out there that are pretty
0: cool Yeah, So we'll, uh, we'll let you know Which episodes we pick cool. So when we come back we're gonna be spoiling the four episodes that you'll see in the show notes below and in the previous episode, and we're gonna talk Jimmy into Broad City.
1: Broad City, aka Broad Fucking City, Jim. is a show. Sorry, Jim. Uh, is a show that uh, was sort of in my periphery. I knew of it. I saw Alana Glazer live. She was not very funny, but uh, (laughs) we're going to talk about the show, which hopefully is. And uh, I I was excited for this one because it was a show that uh, I always wanted to watch because everyone talks about it and says how funny it is. So uh, I'm happy the boys like it. So let's get into it. Spoilers.
0: Let's get into it. For all these great plot details.
1: Yes. So the first episode is The Last Supper. Yes. Season one, uh, episode
2: 10. So we we kind of started at like a weird episode because um, there are characters throughout that we don't see at all during this. Like um, I'm thinking about Jaime and Bevers we see for one scene. Um, Those are all great parts of the show, but the show really is Alana and Abby. So I think that this is a good episode that focuses just on them. Yeah. It's a real
0: two-hander. Yeah
1: and uh so you guys asked me if i if i've seen any episodes and i said i saw a couple but i wasn't sure and uh this definitely is an episode that i did see oh but um i i didn't remember anything about it while watching it so i thought it was fine i just remembered sort of the plot details but um i like so yeah. i like so, that
2: it starts at the basketball court
1: <laughs> right yeah so uh this whole cold open i thought was amazing uh them all uh this is the one. Oh, this is the one where they're watching uh the players play and they're all looking at their wieners. Yeah, nope. they're rating uh,
2: them and then you find out they're actually trying to guess their D size.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um well, uh, I think Alana was, but Abby wasn't. Yeah. And then and then uh Abby started rating her their D sizes too. Um but yeah, no, this was so good. This is such like a good character developing moment. Like you get both of their personalities right away and uh I thought it was very funny and um this also reminded me that the show was set in New York, and I was like, oh, I love New York, and we'll get into that later. Okay. But uh, I was like, this show is going to be good. I already have a feeling. Hmm. So, uh, the main purpose of uh, – well, I guess the main plot of this episode is that uh, the two of them are uh, their best friends. They want to go out for one uh, – they want to go out for a good dinner. Right. They're because, going out for uh,
2: Abby's birthday
1: oh that's right it's abby's birthday and this is also the same restaurant that uh beyonce and jay-z were at last week
2: right and and and, uh, and it's important to note too that they're going they're they're both living in new york city and don't have a lot of money but this dinner right. is being paid for so they're going
1: all out oh i didn't even catch that that's pretty funny Yeah, abby's right? dad has
0: paid for the dinner
1: oh okay that's funny um. So they're uh, they're sitting there eating, and uh, well, there's a lot of stuff that's happening. Well, but sidebar, they, they, Jim. They have to s-
0: real quick. I yep. want to interject. If you are talked into Broad City, you will get to meet Abby's dad, who is played by the great Tony Danza.
1: Oh, really? That's awesome. <laughs> yep. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, s- s- uh where was I going to go? Sorry. Oh, so they're sitting at the table with uh, that Beyonce and Jay Z sat at. And uh, they they're um, I think it's Alana is starting to flirt with the uh, uh, waiter, the waiter, which is very funny.
2: Yeah, I've seen that
0: guy before, too. I can't think of his name, but he's a good right. character. He's a UCB guy. Yeah, um, that makes sense. So the, the big thing that you have to realize going into this plot wise is that. They are so excited to have this prefixed seafood meal, like a multiple course right. seafood dinner that Abby says she's been starving herself all day. And Alana says that she's been gorging herself all week and then taking diuretics to empty herself out in preparation <laughs> which are both terrible ideas
2: The second for a good reason but the first is a bad idea because dan and i in the past we've spent yeah. hundreds of dollars at all you could eat seafood buffets like i've seen dan eat seven lobsters in a row yeah and um if you don't eat a little bit before then you're
0: full fast yeah what if you, you want to do a lot is eat a little bit of very calming foods like before a big meal i will have like a soft poached egg and a plain piece of toast right right yeah so both are terrible ideas
2: and it's funny too because um they're at this fine dining restaurant and they're both like they don't know any they don't know what a amuse bouche is they don't know like what any of the stuff on the menu is um how oh, alana called uh clams casino something very funny or I forgot what it was, but like they, they just they're uncultured, but they wanna be. Like yeah. they're all dressed up and Alana's wearing his big old booby dress. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Oh yeah. Uh
1: they were very attractive in this episode. I was like, Oh, I didn't understand why they were making me watch this one. <laughs> um Uh where was I gonna go? Oh, so uh we also see Amy Poehler is in the kitchen too, yeah. which was very funny. It was it was nice to see her in there. Um, So uh, they start eating some seafood and uh, immediately I see Alana starting to scratch herself with a fork. (laughs) I was like, oh, no, she's allergic to seafood. I already know where this is going. And um, which is just a great joke that that keeps on building up throughout the entire episode. Well, the fun
0: thing, uh, the, the fun thing that sets this joke aside from other shows that would do this is that Alana knows she's allergic to shellfish as well. So unlike and she doesn't care, right, she yeah. just wants to eat it. Unlike how a lot of shows would play this joke, which is like, oh, no, I didn't realize and now I'm stuck here. Right. A lot is like, I know my Dude, body, is- Abby. I can keep eating until I get right <laughs> to the edge of passing out. And then you stab me with this EpiPen and everything will be fine.
2: My, my grandmother yeah. uh, later in her life became allergic to shellfish and she's from maine so she was having no part of that allergy mm-hmm. and she like one of my cousins was telling me one time she walked in and my grandma was eating a lobster and she's like what are you doing you're allergic and she like in her Maine accent was like oh i don't care i'm gonna die anyway <laughs> <laughs> She like she did not care she just wanted lobster like and i i don't know if i would be any different like seafood's good yeah I mean, yeah, you have gout. You a eat seafood really- all the time. I do. That's why. <laughs> yeah. I, but I mean, I'm on medicine for that, so like, I can. Yeah. But like, if my throat started closing, maybe that would scare me <laughs> into not eating it.
1: <laughs> there's also a really great scene too, where Alana's like eating pieces of crab and spitting out the shell. Yeah, she used her that teeth was so as good. a shell
2: cracker. I have never yeah. seen anyone
0: eat shellfish the way that Alana does. I brought yeah, when Dan it, and I went to that so buffet.
2: Good. I brought these heavy duty shellfish crackers. And the
0: waitress is like, what are those? And I was like, these are getting the job done, ma'am. We brought our yeah. own crackers. Didn't I one time wear like rubber coated <laughs> gloves, too? Because I kept getting <laughs> caught by lobster
2: claws. You did. Oh, man. Good times.
0: Memories. Memories. We're the, we're the boy broad city. Sort of. We're yeah. Fela city. Felicity. 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 So, Jim, there's oh, not there a ton of go. plot in this episode. I mean, you pretty much covered the A storyline, which is that Alana insists on continually eating shellfish and getting more and more allergic. Right. I do want to touch on the B storyline, which is also yep, pretty minor. I was minor, just getting there. Um, which is that um, Abby is feeling super classy and is talking about how her 26th year is going to be so much classier and she's going to be such a better person. Then <laughs> she goes to the bathroom and proceeds to accidentally pee out a condom. <laughs>
1: It's so good. Like it's (laughs) uh, keeping personal stories out. It just reminded me of a certain uh, story that of my own personal diatribes. When
2: you dutied out a condom.
1: Yeah, when I dutied out a condom. Um, but yeah that was so funny and then she proceeds to call the dude that she had sex with and then turns out he didn't even wear a condom which
0: she's doubly and angry because she's like you just yeah. made the decision to not wear a condom and second of and all then there's it's a condom from days before from a different <laughs> yeah. guy
1: she's she had a condom inside of her for like a week Uh, Yeah,
0: it was just so good I love the conversation she has with Alana When she goes back to the table And Alana's like, oh, you're the most beautiful Perfect person in the world And she's like, no, dude, I am trash I am a garbage person (laughs) Yeah It's so good And you get to see this I mean, we sort of dropped you in at the end of season one But I think you could pick up from this And from subsequent episodes This dynamic between them Which is that Alana is like in love with Abby like she thinks the sun yeah, rises yeah. and sets with Abby so you'll I yeah. mean
2: I, I th- yeah you'll definitely see that in a couple episodes we picked for you but it's an ongoing thread throughout the series that she has a huge crush on Abby
1: oh yeah and uh, even the um, and plus like Abby's like so there for her too like they uh, obviously the, um, the allergy keeps on uh, going on and on and she's about to pass out and uh, she wants She goes to stab her With the EpiPen But accidentally stabs Herself <laughs> Herself, stabs herself. <laughs> Oh right yeah Because then she has like This adrenaline rush She's like standing on the table She jumps and onto Alana's, the table
0: And starts screaming Yeah She breaks a glass then, in her hand
1: Yeah she starts bleeding And then uh she, uh, she grabs Alana and brings her to the hospital and then uh, we, we see them in the hospital bed together because they're adorable like that. Can I just interject? And, like,
0: she uh, dies next to her. It's just, it's so crazy. Oh, right. Can I just interject yeah. that the scene where Abby is whacked out on EpiPen and she is carrying Alana through this fine dining in restaurant. In slow motion. Like, in slow motion. Yeah, he smashing her head <laughs> into customers and she's just like, oh. Yeah. It's one of my favorite this, scenes me, in, in a comedy.
1: Yeah. Uh, this, to me, is probably the perfect comedy episode. Uh, I think it's, like, whoa, honestly, probably up there with one of the best I've ever seen. Yes. Uh, especially with, uh, like, tail end with the uh, them walking down the streets of uh, New York and they're having the grossest sex list like competition they're talking about (laughs) who they want to who's the grossest person they want to have sex with oj and um it's actually just like shot beautifully and i was like oh my god this show is like amazing there's
2: also a scene in this episode where they go to the back alley um just to like have a smoke uh marijuana and you don't like especially in a show like this they have a close-up of like the side of abby's face and Mm -hmm. did you notice that jim as a video guy
1: uh, a close up of Abby's face. Oh, just like a like a decent shot. Yeah, I don't remember the shot, like, but uh, it was like
2: cinematic. It felt like a, a yeah, prestige it, program.
1: Yeah, there's a, a cool. lot of really good moments in this where it's it's shot very well. That's another and, thing uh, too. A lot of comedies don't have that. That's
0: another moment where they use camera position to show like a humorous juxtaposition. So that sequence, right. they're talking. It's another thing where they're reiterating how awesome this coming year is going to be and how their life is so much better than it used to be and then the camera pulls back from this tight like two shot it pulls back to reveal just a homeless man like asleep on the ground right next to abby
1: (laughs) yeah it it was also a great shot too of them walking back into the restaurant high and everybody's looking at them i was like been there it's good (laughs) It, it was pretty funny um but yeah, I thought, like I said, it's a perfect comedy episode. I thought everything was executed so perfectly. I honestly had no complaints about it whatsoever. Wow,
2: high wow. praise. What about yeah. uh, Season 2, Episode 4, Knockoffs? What would you think about this one?
1: So this is the episode that introduces uh, Alana's mom, I believe. Yes, played uh, by
2: you... Susie Essman, which is just
0: phenomenal right. casting. From Curb Your Enthusiasm Yeah, so Fame. good.
1: Um. So this is the episode where... Uh, uh, she's coming to visit uh, I believe is her dad there too yes is this the episode yeah. with their parents? Yeah. So her parents uh, So um,
2: Alana's grandmother died so her mom right, is right. visiting to go to the Shiva and they're going to get knockoff designer bags in Chinatown and yep. the the other storyline is that Abby is going on a date with a guy who lives in her building Jeremy who right, you yeah. haven't seen but in the previous season she she's crushing on so she finally yep. gets to go on a date with her dream boy
1: right so uh this is the episode that introduces her mom and uh we also get uh, a, a a few comedy things i thought were pretty good like alana and her mom are walking down the street holding hands i thought that was pretty funny um uh, th- that whole storyline i think was kind of the weakest point of the episode to me because it, it goes it... so far and out there um yeah. i kind of like the stuff about com- about broad city that feels like it could really happen because like we live close to new york we visit new york a lot so like we already know that there's a weird shit in new york but like that just brought it up to like 11 yeah but that's really like, that, i mean
2: obviously it's it's exaggerated a little but like you yeah know, there's there is a lot of bootlegging in new york
0: they do it to yeah. good effect though like the line all the best stuff is down sewers alana like, yeah. A lot of the, That's so like, good.
2: it was funny. But then it, it comes it was into funny, play but... later when, uh, when Abby comes in with the bag after she goes to a store to buy something. Um, and I don't know. I, I thought it was fine.
1: Yeah. Um, it, it just took me a little bit out of it because it, it, it broke that reality of it. Because, like, the other storyline where we get, a uh, um, uh, Abby and, uh, her boo, Jeremy. are, uh, are, are doing the do and, um, <laughs> All of a sudden, she's like, oh, do, uh, I want to switch it up a little bit. And she's like, and he's like, okay. And immediately gets on all fours. And, <laughs> and hands like, her oh, a strap no. on. <laughs> it's a shinjo. Yeah. Right yeah. in the butt. Uh, <laughs> it was so good. Um, like, I quoted honestly, that line was, with,
2: with an old coworker at my last job for like four years. Yeah. <laughs> it's a shinjo. Yeah,
1: it, Oh, uh, that, that was probably so good uh, that I was going to say that's probably like my favorite part of the, the episode was uh, him just getting all on floors. I thought Oh, and so then good.
0: he's so like immediately uh, embarrassed. He's like, oh, did you just think that I meant on top? Because we could do that. And she's like, no, no, it's <laughs> yeah. cool. So the funniest yeah.
2: part about this episode was when Abby goes to the bathroom to call Lana to be like, yep. what do I do? What's going on? And Alana's reaction is the greatest thing because, <laughs> because like we've, we saw in the previous episode when they're at the basketball court Alana's the out there one with her sexuality on her sleeve and Abby's more right. reserved but not not approved just more innocent I would say so in this sense Alana is like living vicariously through Abby and she like mm-hmm. she's in this weird dungeon with these <laughs> Chinese counterfeiters and her mom and she's having this conversation about pegging a dude and she's twerking on a wall and she's like the <laughs> scream just, that she like that's where she's like. Yes, it's and nobody yeah. around her reacts at all. It's so it good, <laughs> so funny.
1: Yeah, um yeah, that was that was pretty good. And like, she's like, "Yes, you got to do this," and of course, she does it and uh so everything works out great and then the next morning they wake up and he's like all right you i have to like go help these underprivileged children you can stay here with her as long as you want and she's like all right and she starts like cleaning up his house and stuff like that but she puts the strap on in the uh dishwasher which apparently you're not supposed to be doing and uh which is just funny because that's hilarious i think uh, some you
2: can though because that's like a thing
1: yeah yeah so that that's that's where I've, I've heard that before, so I was like, oh, that's pretty funny. Uh, but it, like, bends it and melts it, so she has to get a new one. So it just brings upon this whole, like, funny interaction. Not in to cut show. you
2: off, Jim, but it's really funny that we're having a pretty thoughtful conversation about pegging while Dan yeah, yeah. is twirling shrimp scampi into his mouth <laughs> right now. Yeah, he'll do it's, that. It's He's very funny. He's just
1: smiling and nodding and eating. Right. Um, so she has to go
2: so there, buy, buy a replacement.
1: Yeah, so she goes to buy a replacement, and then he comes back and – uh we sort of, like, get this, we get this idea that he has a very particular taste throughout the episode. <laughs> he's a hipster. He's modeled after uh, his body. Yeah, and apparently he has a very particular taste about his strap-ons. He has one molded directly for his butthole, <laughs> and, um, <laughs> so, uh, the entire, they have a whole fight basically about, uh, because she buys one for, like, 70 bucks or whatever, and then he's just like, yeah, but it's not molded for my body. You expect me to put that in my ass? I'll get a rash. And, uh, yeah. Uh it was really good and uh he was she was like she says something about him being super particular and he he was like, What do you mean? He's like, look at all the things around you. You have a you have a, a Komodo uh, section. It a Komodo section <laughs> yeah That's but what dude, it was. His
2: apartment is
0: dope. I wish yeah, I could live so in that apartment cool. being a volunteer. Well dude, it's I know. clearly I was, unrealistic. It's nothing like yeah. Abby's apartment and they live right across the hall. And his response when she remarks when he blew out the walls. Yeah, he's like, I took out yeah. the walls
1: yeah, so ridiculous. Uh, it, yeah, it was so good. This episode was great. I, I do uh, want to other... give a
0: shout out to the to the main storyline where the episode gets its name, um, because there are some like really good moments in in the Shiva that I don't want to gloss over. Oh right. Yeah. Um, no, I was just going to yeah. say that too. First off, I want to give a shout out to another piece of amazing casting, which is Alana's dad is famed yep. comedic um, character actor Bob Balaban who you've probably seen like a million places. He's one of those guys. Yeah. Um, But he's been in a lot of the Christopher Guest movies, and he's just like quintessential middle-aged New York Jewish guy. uh, Right. And there are some great moments. Like I love when Abby walks into the Shiva, and he hugs her, and she lets out a fart, and he's like, we'll just keep that between us. (laughs) (laughs) Alana's parents are so loving and supportive. Like she like alana's mom pulls out the dildo out of abby's back and no one even comments (laughs) on it but she clearly like acknowledges that it's there but they're just so like sex positive and probably like my weird like mvp of this episode even though he's in like very little is alana's real life brother elliot glazer who plays her brother and he has a scene that continually makes me laugh and i've probably seen this episode four times when he sings he lifts me up on eagle's wings which is (laughs) a super conservative christian song and he's singing it at this orthodox shiva and he's super dramatic one of the aunts is like, yeah. "Is that even a Jewish song?" <laughs> he lifts me up. It's oh, it's one of my favorite moments of the
2: episode. But one one of the other laugh out loud parts of this is when Abby tells her that she went through with uh, the pegging. and then Alana yep. she like pauses and screams in front of her grandmother's dead body. Oh yeah, it's that's the, the scream. Day of yeah, my life.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's so good. And I also love. um at the Shiva, like, they start talking to Alana's parents about what pegging is, and they're just, like, completely yep. judgment-free.
1: Fine with it, yeah, yeah. it's just,
0: like, this calm conversation. Alana's oh, dad man. is like, oh, this is, is so that funny. what married couples are doing now?
1: Yeah, and then Dude, we get the like, call back at do, the Elliot? end, too. Yeah. Yeah. We get we get the call back at the end when they're back at their own place, and uh, she's like, so have you put any thought into it? He was like, you know, I don't think it's for me, <laughs> uh, or whatever, and... uh I don't remember what else she says, but uh, he basically is like, but I'll do it for you or whatever. And she's like, OK. And, and then, then they I just go like, on okay.
0: like, clipping coupons or whatever. And there yeah, is one. It was so good. There is one moment that I actually enjoy. This show doesn't really get heartwarming a lot, but I, I like the moment when Alana and her mother have been arrested for what appears to be selling <laughs> counterfeit bags. But really, they were just laying out and like analyzing which bags they had bought So they get arrested and they're in the cop car and they kind of do have a little touching moment about how Alana's mother is, is trying to replace like her lack of control because she lost her mother with this handbag purchasing obsession.
1: Yeah. I thought that was done pretty well too. So Uh, next episode is co-op
2: season three, episode two,
1: right? Uh, for some reason this like brought to me uh, as soon as this episode started happening I have this weird reoccurring dream where because I worked at uh, Walmart for like uh, a few months over the summer but I always have this weird a reoccurring dream where I was I'm supposed to be working there and for some reason uh, I have to like keep on I have to like go back and start working there again but like <laughs> none of my th- I don't know, but uh, that that just reminded me of this episode uh, because Alana is working at this uh, store, basically, and in order for her to uh, shop at this store, she needs to work there, but she hasn't worked there yet. So uh, she's like, uh, so, but she has this uh, doctor's appointment so she asks Abby to impersonate Alana and uh, work there for her.
2: And you're kind of and led to uh, believe that like Alana's going for like an abortion or something crazy, right? Cuz she's like yeah, stressing yeah. out and her boyfriend Lincoln played by Hannibal Burris, well her her right. F buddy uh, is driving her there and like you think it's going to be bigger than it is um but before we get into that like uh they do another cold open at a basketball court Jim. what do you think about this one? Oh yes compared to the yeah other this one
1: was good too yeah the, uh where they just they just go straight up hard on these kids playing yeah they're basketball. like making fun
2: of them and they're like let's play and if we win we get to touch your boobs
1: <laughs> yeah yeah that was good <laughs> and they just and, like uh, they totally
2: wrecked them and started talking shit and the kids were crying it was just like a funny two oh yeah
1: day. they 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 started crying as soon as they left which is really funny
2: um, yeah, so this, yeah, that was, that was this, this did a classic thing. Like, if you're a fan of The Office, when um, Jim pretends to be Dwight, it's kind of like that. The right. two characters switch, and Ab- Abby's just going crazy hard, Alana, uh, covering yeah,
1: her yeah. shift at the co-op. There's also... She starts doing that twerking thing on the wall, too, <laughs> and, like, it was so good. Before
0: we get into the that, like, big chunk of the episode, there's another, like, sort of throwaway scene that almost feels like another cold open that I really like. Which is Abby waiting online for Churons? Yeah, a Churon, which is oh, them yeah. making fun of a cronut. And Abby's trying <laughs> to make friends with people in the line and, and this woman is just like not giving her the time of day. And to the point where she like even like says some sassy stuff back at her. And then like after all of that, like Alana shows up after Abby's waiting in line, got her cronut, and um the woman that was being mean to Abby alana's like oh i like your butt you look so good in those pants she's like thank you so much do you want one of these and she just gives <laughs> one to alana alana takes one <laughs> yeah. bite of the thing and she's like and throws it away Ew, and just throws it in the garbage after abby waited in line <laughs> yeah. for hours for it it's it's so yeah, good like, yeah that was good i would I ate that yeah
2: <laughs> it's but, so funny
1: yeah that was that was pretty good but yeah we get the old switcheroo uh and this, so this we is see the, abby
2: this is the first episode oh sorry jim
1: oh no it's fine uh, we we see Abby uh, sitting or uh, sitting in for uh, Alana at the store and she starts flirting with this guy and uh, she's like talking she's I think I don't remember if she's mentioning uh, her as like her friend or yeah, whatever she keeps referring to uh, her friend but, uh, Abby yeah yeah and uh, she, this dude is like into her but uh, and then Alana shows up at the end, and uh, she's like, "Oh, is this your friend Abby?" And then Alana starts acting like Abby, <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, she's not really my type." Yeah. And um, she was like, "But it's." And then she like confronts him, but she's like, "Abby's me," and then like does all this. Goes, and then he's like, uh, "But you lied." You're, you. You. Uh, I don't remember exactly what she said, but uh, it was. Funny. I like there's, there's some good
2: stuff in here too, where like this is the first episode that we gave you, where they do the Yas Queen back and forth and like oh yeah that's that's originally where i heard it you know appropriating from gay culture and all uh and i say Yas queen all the time i think it's hilarious and you also see bingo bronson which is like her imaginary friend it's like this stuffed toy she pulls out of her purse and it's like if you continue watching the show there's these jokes that went over your head maybe that like
0: are way funnier like i saw bingo bronson and i was like oh yeah bingo bronson that's glorious. Yeah, that's well, and there's another little throwaway line in here that's also brought up in the previous episode we watched, um, which is Abby. Abby has a pretty good grasp on Alana, like her impression. Sure, it's over the top and it's a caricature, but she's incorporating like a lot of Alana's real like voice and sayings and her look and stuff. But Alana's impression of Abby is so far off. <laughs> And, and she gets this whole thing of like, hi, I'm Abby, yeah. which I don't even know where that comes from. And she also does this thing that she talks about in knockoffs where she's like, I'm a mainline Jew from Pennsylvania. Yeah, there are a couple of references yeah. to that episode. Too. Yeah. It's so fun. Which she thinks of, um, because Alana is like from the Bronx and she's like a New York Jew and, and stuff like that. She thinks Abby is like sort of like high society because she's from like the suburbs outside of Philadelphia and stuff. Right. And it's just funny. Her impression of what Abby is.
1: And then, uh, we also get some really good stuff with Alana and, uh, in Lincoln yeah. too, while they're, they're driving to go to the, uh, uh, for her to uh, get pediatrician, H- a pediatrician.
2: of she got an HPV shot.
1: <laughs> yeah. From her pediatrician too, which is, I thought was pretty funny. And, uh, Judy Gold, also, I believe
0: that was. Yes. Yeah. Very famous New York comedian, Judy Gold.
1: Yeah, that was really good. And then uh turns out that Hannibal apparently had a, a fling with somebody else. And uh, she would, like starts freaking out. Yeah,
2: Alana melts down. She gets out of the car. She's jumping all over it
1: yeah she's jumping on the car and she was she basically just says this is the greatest thing ever and then hannibal has like the best line ever where it's just like this is not where i was expecting this to go
2: <laughs> it From Yas so Queen to Cuck queen get it girl and then yeah, she like literally. she she leads in the window to give him a kiss and like just flips her entire body it, it's just there's a lot of physical comedy in this too. it's a dick it's kiss a-
1: yeah, kiss.
0: <laughs> she does like a headstand inside the car to kiss his penis and he's like uh, uh, okay
1: yeah that was really good uh and, super and jim funny. this
0: joke even means more if you watch the whole series in chronological order because uh hannibal has wanted to be exclusive with alana since day one oh really and she's afraid of commitment and wants to keep it casual and see other guys and stuff and he never has so when he opens up to her that he actually hooked up with another girl that's why she is so psyched <laughs> but as we find out maybe she's not as excited as she initially felt
1: right yeah we have the uh the mushrooms episode too which i guess we can get into now. well
0: there's
2: one line in the co-op from the the co-op owner or manager or whatever that killed me. And it wasn't even that funny. It was just so stupid when they were in the office getting in trouble. She goes, you signed a billion year contract specifically limiting the sharing of shifts. <laughs> and they're like, Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, and and then, and, uh, and then, I think and it was it, Alana's
1: like, is it in fine print? And then she's like, yes, it is. Or no, it's not. And it's like in bold letters, too, which I thought was a funny sight. Yeah, guy. so
2: this show is good because they do cold opens, but they also do cold closes. And like right. they're just sitting in Abby's apartment and they're riffing about fish at the
0: end. And like, I'm not a fan That's of That's one kind of my of favorite things. And it was just yeah. so
2: funny to watch.
0: When. Alana's like I don't know how you could like fish and Abby's like you have to hear it you don't even know what it's like and Alana's like it's probably like and Abby's (laughs) like yeah that's pretty much what it's like just like 11 (laughs) minutes of that
1: and that's also why I don't listen to fish
0: same okay Jim you mentioned the last episode we gave you
2: which was from season 4 mushrooms
1: right so this episode uh, reminded me why I don't do hallucinogenics hmm. and um, because I don't know how people can do that and like go out and live in society, especially in New York City. Um, but like people do it. So uh, I thought that was pretty funny, pretty realistic. Well, they were trying
0: to be so prepared. They had yeah, packed yeah. those bags and everything, but right. it unraveled yeah. pretty Dan, quickly. Dan, could you take
2: a few more bites yeah. of that scampi before you start talking again? <laughs> I want to yeah. really hear how muffled you can get thank you we're all hungry dan but let's be professional. i know you're
1: making me more hungry (laughs) uh so they uh they do the mushrooms and uh immediately things start to go crazy yeah the episode Um,
2: turns into a cartoon for like 10 minutes
1: yeah so the episode starts to turn into a cartoon and like they're having this trip and i think they go out to go get a snack or something um so uh and while they're out there they need to pick up um I don't remember what the name of the uh, dessert macaroons, macaroons. macaroons. for uh, um, they need to pick them up for her boss played by, uh, Wanda which is played by Wanda Sykes. Yep. Uh, So that was pretty funny and uh, they have to do this whole thing and then they're like still on the trip obviously. So this is all animated and they have to like make it to the macaroon place and then they have to make it to her boss's place and like still be cool about it. And
0: uh, what did you think of the animation here Jim?
1: I thought it was fine. I thought it was pretty trippy. Uh, it reminded me of a lot of the Yellow Submarine stuff from uh, the Beatles. Uh, yeah. Definitely very inspired by that and very trippy. Um, I-, I liked the uh, the stuff that was animated in real life a little bit better. So like when yeah. they're at the um, yeah. when they're at the party, when uh, things were like being animated, like uh, their eyes were like still animated, and like a couple of things, like if they like sighed, they like showed it, like showed it. I would stuff.
2: imagine that's kind of what tripping is like. Where you're just going <laughs> yeah, in and out I, of consciousness sure.
0: and like things are weird. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, that's- I think it took big balls, big balls of mozzarella, as Alana would say, <laughs> to um to do this. Because um when I watched this live, I didn't watch it live. I mean, I had it on DVR, but I watched it on cable right. and th- they had framed this animated section as a full segment, so a meeting like when they came back yep. from commercial, it went into animation, and yep. then it stayed that way until the next commercial. So that was right. that was pretty ballsy.
1: Yeah, pretty cool. Uh, we call those segments in the industry too. Dan, good on you.
0: Uh, <laughs> I'm in the industry, Jim.
1: Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, that was pretty good. I, I like when shows do that, and um, I'm glad that you mentioned that too because that's pretty cool that they did an entire segment like that. Um, pretty well done uh so yeah obviously things go out of hand when they're at uh wanda sykes's house and uh abby abby accidentally kills her cat yeah abby accidentally she got got
2: stuck between the sliding door (laughs) you crushed her
1: (laughs) yeah that was pretty sad and funny but uh and uh they also have to smoke weed too and it was also pretty cool how they visualized it too because uh obviously this is from their perspective they were tripping on shrooms and then they smoked weed and like Everything started to slow down and started to like get warmer and stuff too, and it was pretty well done from somebody who has possibly partaken in uh, in that sort of uh, experience. But uh, it was it was interesting. <laughs> Should we talk yeah. about? The, well the,
0: Should we talk the, about the, the B storyline?
2: Yeah, so at the party, Alana runs into a couple that invites oh,
1: her over right. to I forgot their about place at her
2: hotel or something. And this is funny because so far you've seen her being like the one living vicariously through Abby yeah. or the, the one trying to get out there and do crazy things. And when she's invited to join this couple and tossed a strap, she <laughs> is the complete opposite of what you think she would be. Yeah. She like has a meltdown and... Uh, I th- did she call Abby? I think she did. Or she's like
0: in the bathroom. like right, She's yeah. trying to like um, egg herself, like build herself up. She's yeah, like, come she's on, like, get your head in the game. She's like in the P word. <laughs> she's yeah. like slapping it. She's tweaking her nipples. She's like, <laughs> yeah. I love the line where the woman from the threesome is like, what's going on down there? It's like the Sahara. <laughs> oh, well, also she's this is like, a good I think I'm just a, a little dehydrated from the party. Yeah. This is also a good
1: shot, too, where they're using the animation, like they're using the animation to cover up privates. I thought that yep. was pretty well done. Oh, um, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: But, uh, yeah, that entire scene was pretty funny. I, I enjoyed it.
2: Well, we, we specifically curated this playlist to give you two episodes where the main characters are wearing strap-ons. So that was your present. <laughs> us, yeah. Jim.
1: Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. And also very naked, too. So I, I appreciate yes. that as well.
2: Yeah, that was that was good to look at. Yeah. So, Jimmy, do you have any overall thoughts?
1: Um, not really. I mean, I did write down some overall thoughts, but like I'm honestly riffing because I enjoyed it a lot. And uh, <laughs> just ask me the question.
0: Dan, Dan, why don't you do this? Jimmy, were Jeff and I able to talk you into Broad City?
1: Yes, Queen. Obviously. Four and I mean, three and two and yeah. one
2: and. <laughs> That's it's, our celebration. It's and so good, Yaskin right? Was the only acceptable answer. I'm glad. I'm glad, Jim.
1: Yeah. Uh, no, it was really good. Uh, I honestly fell in love with the show the first episode you made me watch. Um, it, it was like a hard yes as soon as uh, uh, everything in the first episode, and they had that really like nice shot that was when they were walking down the street together. I was like, yeah, this is for me because like I love New York City. I love the environment. I love the characters. Uh, everything I will we'll do about New it.
2: York is in like every episode there's so many more characters like I mentioned before that we didn't like you don't I don't even think uh her roommate's boyfriend there. there's yeah, yeah. Bevers. there's there's a lot of characters that you might not have even met yet mm-hmm. and
0: um like RuPaul is a recurring character in a lot oh, nice. seasons um yeah it's my favorite it's, is it's the, the old show. woman named Garyl, who just sits there and eats yogurt <laughs> <laughs> well also like we didn't even get into like where Abby works at the
2: gym uh or mm-hmm. Alana's job there's all these different characters and a lot of special guests like um Amy Sedaris is it in a, an episode or two. Nice. Um yeah you're you're definitely going to like rewatching it. It's 5 seasons, 10 episodes each. Uh definitely binge-worthy, definitely relatable and likable.
1: Yeah, it's characters. it's high on my uh watch list right now. I'm definitely going to watch that soon. Uh um, nice. but yeah. I'm, I'm happy you guys talked me into it because it was very enjoyable. And like I said, this is this is probably the hardest I've been talked into something because wow, I was okay, wow. I was able to uh, remember every single episode. I remember plot points and uh, I wasn't like, yeah, I don't remember what happened in this episode. But like I remembered everything because it was all very well done and very funny and made a very lasting impression.
2: Well, Jimmy, can I ask you a favor? Sure. Since we talked you into something that you love now. Yes. How about next week you try to talk Dan and I into something that you love? Okay.
1: I will. Uh so I am next week. Well, you guys like New York. I like New York especially. I'm gonna talk you into another New York uh, New Yorker. This is uh, oh. uh John Tron, who is a New York YouTuber. Uh is that a
2: robot? Uh, oh boy. Yeah,
1: he's a robot. Uh he uh, he does a lot of like sketch comedy on YouTube. Uh, oh, I is, like sketch comedy. He does, uh, he was the original, uh, not so grump on game rumps and, uh, which you guys obviously loved so much. And, uh, I'm just watching. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just having fun. <laughs> he Jim. was just being like a big old macho man. Make, I appreciate making the best that.
2: out of quarantine and being silly on the camera.
1: Yeah. So, uh, I made a playlist of videos for you to watch. I think you guys will like him. Uh, he does a lot of really yeah. funny videos and, uh. We're Definitely
2: gonna find out a shot. Yeah. Because I have to. I'm yeah.
1: Contractually obligated to. You are. I made you write that uh write that signature down on that contract. I mean you I will
0: I say you just... that your your first few YouTube men were not very successful with me, but I've liked the last couple, so I'm I'm optimistic.
1: Oh, that's good. I am I'm, I'm excited to hear that. So uh next week I'm gonna talk the boys into John Tron. In the meantime, Jeff, where can
2: people find the show online? They could find us on TalkMeInto.com. You can send us an email if you feel so inclined to TalkMeInto at gmail.com. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that. Leave a review. It's good stuff. We got a YouTube page. You could find us somehow. You guys are good with computers. We're also YouTube Uh, men youtube men's uh patreon.com slash talk me into there's a lot of cool fun stuff up there most recently as of recording i put up an episode of an old podcast i did called the tmnt podcast where (laughs) uh friend dan not this one and i talk about the first michael bay produced movie from several years ago so if you want to hear that patreon is the place for it new stuff going
0: up old stuff already up it's fun dan where can people find you personally on the internet You can find me on Twitter under the name Danny underscore breakdown. It's okay. Jimmy, how about you?
1: (laughs) They can find me at son of a Fitch. S O N N A V A F I T C H on Twitter and Instagram. You'll find me on there. I'll be tweeting and posting some pics, maybe some very fun pics. Ooh, Ooh.
2: Ooh. Jeff,
1: where can people find you online?
2: On Instagram at Large hard On Collider. On Twitter at JEFFFFF27. That's Jeff and 5Fs, the number 27. Thank you for listening to Talk Me Into. What will we talk you into
1: next? Jantran.
2: All right, I'll, I'll, I guess I'll bring us into okay. this segment.
0: Wait, let me take a bite of food real quick.
2: <laughs> yeah dude just just eat just keep on eating baby i haven't eaten while we're recording <laughs> While well, we're recording and i was about to start you you always start when we're not recording and then it goes into when we're recording <laughs> and jimmy's just like yes end of episode father yep we have it just
1: taking a big old bite of egg let pie. me know when
2: i'm good dan let me know when i'm good it's dan's a little- dry <laughs> what is it have you tried? oh wow full east Todd. okay we good not yet (laughs) so uh one of my fun facts is that my favorite dr pepper was uh dr pepper berries and cream but they just came out with dr pepper cream soda which is the closest they've gotten to coming back with berries and cream so i'm pretty excited i'm proud of you all right
0: let us Mm. do this (laughs) ready